kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody ever knew all right everybody welcome back social connected 360 number 12 is finally here we're excited about this show but first we want to thank our sponsor for this show and the next show, GKUnitedLLC.com. They are a credit repair agency. Reach out to them. If you need some help with your credit, you need some help getting some points up to purchase a home, a car, uh, a get a loan, reach out to them gkunitedllc.com we also have uh, some uh, credit file books still available uh, for those that like subscribe share you'll be entered into a drawing to get a free book um, obviously you can purchase it on amazon but there's going to be a lucky winner uh, written by gk himself dylan shively and my man eric Velata, who was actually on one of our episodes so there you have it folks we want to thank them please subscribe stay tuned episode 12 starting now everybody welcome back like i said previously we're excited about this episode i got my main man coach newsome in the house um you know somebody i look up to someone uh who i feel that i have a better jump shot but <laughs> but uh, he's, he's got the speed so uh he'll definitely dominate me on the basketball court but i'm happy to have coach newsome on podcast number 12 yes folks number 12 we're already there we're excited um again you know subscribe show us some love man we're going to show you some love this is a this is a man who has worked hard in our community the last several years and we're excited to have him on how you been coach I'm good, man. I can't complain, man. Blessed. Family's good. So I'm good. That's awesome, man. So so let's get right into it, man. You know, uh, normally my shows take about 20, 30 minutes, not a big deal, but let's get right into it, man. How, how did you, um, how was your, your life in the beginning? You know, like I, I really like to get to know folks before we get into all the wonderful stuff you're doing. I know you got your own basketball program. You're, you're um, you're training folks, you're your assistant coach, you were a head coach. I mean, there's a lot of basketball, a lot of coaching, but tell us a little bit about your life, man, growing up and, and maybe some of your successes and struggles. All right. Well, um, as stated, my name is Jamel Newsom. I was born in North New Jersey, raised in Irvington, New Jersey, basically Essex County. Um, you know, coming up, uh, I know I got a, I got a, an extensive background in uh, basketball, but uh, believe it or not, I really wasn't into sports coming up. Um, kind of just was, you know, um, in the academics. Um, and at like the age of nine, my mother and father, they had a separation. And I kind of, you know, took that to heart, kind of messed me up a little bit. Um, and we, at that time, we were at a Catholic school. And with the separation, you know, my mom couldn't really afford it anymore. So we went to a public school. And, um, you know, I met these two brothers, man. These are my guys to this day. Uh, Daniel and Chester Tatman. Uh, these guys, I've, I've never seen uh, basketball gym rats like these guys, man. They were in the gym every day, every day. And, and you know, we, we kind of just kicked it off when I first met them. You know, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't shoot. I know you said that early. I can't shoot. Right? <laughs> you can but shoot now. No. I could, you get it twisted, I man. Shoot I don't back then, now. man. You know, but uh, I mean, I could outrun every everybody, man. I was, yeah. I was, I was very athletic. They, they were like, "Oh, you want to come to the gym with us? You know, we get you a free pass to YMCA, North YMCA." I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." And um, you know, I, you know, I would get there, and I just wanted to play around. I'm just a normal kid. Like, I want to, I want to shoot half court jump shots, <laughs> and you know, just stupid stuff. Just shoot off the bleachers. <laughs> and there was this trainer there. His name was John. And they had already built the rapport. And, you know, he said, yo, he talked to me. He said, if you're going to be with these guys, you have to do what they do. You know, um, 
you know, they, they come in, they, they hit the weight room, you know, go downstairs, do calisthenics. They come up, we train, and then you can play. And I'm like, man, I'm not, I'm not trying to do all that. Man, I just came to play, you know, but the more and more I went and, you know, I just, I just built, built a bond with these guys and I've seen what they were able to do on the court. And I'm like, yeah, let me try it. And, and that, you know, that just, that just turned into who the person I am today, man. Like, you know, just a, just a workaholic, put everything you have in it. And he would always say, man, you know, what you put in is what you're going to get out. You know? So um, I just, I always felt that. And, um, you know, it transcended into, you know, me being able to play in high school. Um, you know, I, I went to high school at uh, Our Lady Good Council. And like I said, I went from not playing basketball to, to joining this team, making the team, to starting on the team, to being MVP on the team. Mm. You know, and it all stemmed from, you know, that one opportunity this guy gave me and just the discipline that I've learned through that, you know, uh, you know, putting everything you have on the court. And like I said, I mean, it, that, that has aligned with everything in my life as far mm. as after basketball and, you know, being in a competitive environment and, you know, believing in something and wanting to do it and going after it, you know, having faith in what you do. Uh, you know, my mom always instilled faith in me from, from a young kid. So, I mean, that played a, played a pivotal part in that as well. So, I mean, uh, from there, from high school, I guess we keep going from there. From <laughs> high school, um, you know, I had, you know, still some issues with grades. So, you know, I had a couple of scholarships, Division One, um, but I had to go D2 because my SAT scores wasn't that good. So I went to a small school in Vermont, a D2 school in Vermont, uh, Green Mountain College. Um, sat out the first year there. Uh, the second year averaged about 10 points um, in my second and uh, the third year, about, about 13, 14 points a game, six oh, wow. assists. So, yeah, so I was doing pretty well there. Um, and at that time, uh, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, she was having my first son, um, Isaiah Newsom. And uh, I just wanted to be closer to home, man. Vermont, you know, that was, that was a, a hell of a commute going back and forth. And I say, you know what, you know, even if I don't play basketball anymore, man, I'm gonna come back home to New Jersey. And, uh, you know, God works in mysterious ways. I, I came to New Jersey. My brother was at Westminster uh, College, which, which is a, a smaller school that's connected to Ryder University. Um, so, you know, he was already getting a scholarship there. I mean, not scholarship, you're always getting grants and things there. So mm -hmm. I knew I was able to get some financial aid, you know, because we come from the same household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is Division One basketball, you know, and I'm like, well, listen, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I could rock with the best of them, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I remember going. I remember going to the practices, or you know, or before practices, you know, the uh, players would be in it. You know, they'd be in the gym, and they're like, "Yeah, what you doing here, man? You ain't on the team." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see about that." You know, so I, you know, we we would play games, and I would, you know, I, listen, man. Like I, I'm from I'm from Newark, New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's yeah. what, like we're we're not afraid of nobody. Yeah, you know, we we bring it. That's that's what I did when I came. You know, I, I played yeah. in a, in front of a couple of coaches. You know, the first year I was able to walk on, and the next year I was able to get a scholarship, man. Wow. And uh, you know that that one thing right there is, you know, I get I get to how I started coaching. But just to yeah. fast forward, that's what I tell these players all the time, man. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you something that I haven't lived and I haven't experienced. I'm going to tell you something that I've seen, I know, and I can tell you firsthand. So, you know, from yeah. there, um, had some opportunities to go overseas, but I said, you know, let me start this working thing at that, at this time. And I had two kids um, and, you know, started working. Um, I don't know if you want me to go right into how no, I no, got no. to. I mean, I, 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 it's like a movie. 
<laughs> it's like a movie, man. Like really, you could like I, I make videos. You know, I make building. videos. You know I'm, I'm, I'm building. I'm building. I'm building. <laughs> it's like a movie, man. Like like you really are. Like it's not. And and the thing is, is like uh, a lot of people think. I wouldn't say cliche, but it's like a storybook, right? Like you have this kid um, who gets an opportunity, takes advantage of the opportunity, works hard, right? And then gets a, gets a scholarship out of it. It's like, it's like a movie. It's like, you know, but it happens more often than, than, than people really realize, you know what I'm saying? And, and I think it's, it's like, for me, it's like when I played for Coach Schneider, right? Cool. When I, when I played at Allen, um, I wasn't the best player. I played with, um, you know, Shahad Abdul Rahman, you know, Rahman's brother from from Central that went to Michigan. I played in um, the NBA, um, CJ Ellis, um, and I played with all these guys, right? And when I tried out for the team, you know, I wasn't a player that was going to start, but same thing, hard work, hard work. My my, And and that's the thing, like, and I don't know, we could talk about it uh, later on in the show, but I even went and, and went to speak to a lot of basketball, um, I guess, teams. And I would tell them, I'll tell these kids, I was, listen, there's a role to play. You could be part of the team. I, my, my role was play hard at practice, get my team better. Right. So when they face, you know, other competition, I'm giving them 120% and I could have started on some of those other teams. So that was my role, but I could relate with you on that. Like I wasn't even supposed to be in that, in that, spectrum as far as varsity basketball playing at that level uh with coach Schneider but because of hard work and dedication man you put you put work in just like you you just never know what's gonna happen so so yeah man it's like a movie yeah and and the crazy thing about basketball I mean we could talk about basketball in and of itself you know what you know the, the the doors it opens the networking man but you know I would say specifically for me uh when that when that happened with my dad leaving you know, that was a traumatic experience for me. And I was able to use basketball to, you know, get my mind focused on something else. And we're talking about something that happened when I was nine. I decided and made a decision to do something at nine. And it's something that's still helping me to this day and mm -hmm. still has to do with basketball. So that those those life skills that you learn through these sports, man, is just amazing. That's another thing that I try to, you know, tell the youth now, man. I mean, like I said, I, I Basketball has opened up so many doors. Listen, I was just at I was just at the pizza store the other day, and the, this guy walks in, tall guy. He has a Lehigh University T-shirt on, so we just start kicking it based off that. Next yeah. thing you know, I'm getting his card, and now he's you know we this is possible an opportunity to recruit some of our kids, and this is all you know. I wouldn't do that just to do that, but basketball minds think alike. We always do. He's like, yo, you look like you still play. You don't know how old I am. I, I look a little bit younger, but he's like, yo, let's get back on the court. And I was like, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll catch you another day on that. But yeah. my point is that, man, it just opens up so many doors. And, I, and I'm pretty sure, you know, a football player can say the same thing or a soccer player. But mm -hmm. that's just, that's that's my experience with basketball. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, like you said, man, once you, once you relate with somebody when it comes to that, to your passion, um, and then it's a discipline, really. Basketball, it's like any other discipline, right? You got to go out there. You got to put in work. You got to know the fundamentals. You got to, I mean, it's 24-7, 365 if you want to be competitive, right? And, and but it can create those conversations easy, easy. And, and it's almost like a, like a brother and sisterhood when it comes to basketball. Even if you're not, a, you're, you're a decent player. Even if you didn't make it to college, right? You still ball in the street. You, you still can, can have that, that brother sisterhood, um, 
mentality and really just take it to a different level. So, but let's, let's back up a little bit. Um, so your family, I see your little man. So tell us a little bit about um, basketball with your family, man. How, how's that going? Um, right now it's going well. I mean, um, you know, when I first came up here, um, I, I met the legendary, uh, uh, Doug Snyder okay. and, uh, you know, he, he was, you know, he was, uh, confident in me to, uh, to be a part of the little Canaries program. And uh, that's when I started my oldest son, Isaiah. That was uh, what, about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight years ago, Isaiah was playing. He played at uh, executive education for a couple of years, and uh, now he graduated. And you know, he's doing his thing. He's going back to going back to school in the fall due to COVID. But um, you know, he he wanted to play in high school, and that's just what he wanted to do. You know, he he really didn't want to do anything after that, and he he had it as a hobby, and that's that's where he stopped. And I'm I'm all okay with that. He, he met some great friends, you know, just just like the conversation we just had. He networks with these guys still to this day. Um, and that's what it is, man. You know, my young son, Noah, uh, I mean, this this guy loves basketball more than more than I did. You I see him in the gym I, all I the time, listen, man. Listen, this this he there's people that know him more than they know me out here in Allentown. And that's that's no lie. But um, I mean, that's just that's just who he is, man. That's he just a, he's just a kid that loves the game. He's a student of the game. I mean, I'm excited to see where, where, where it takes him if he continues to want to do it. And, you know, clearly I'm going to give him everything he, he needs or wants to, to, to get wherever he wants to go with it. So, yeah, I mean, I remember um, when I first met him, um, I already knew he could ball. Because you could tell, you know, when somebody gets a ball, like you could tell they get on the court. It's a whole different like it's like a. a, a uh, uh, confident energy like you could tell that dude could ball like right away get on the court they start doing a little shuffle whatever you know a little uh euro step or something and i already knew we you know some of our events that we did together he would come out there and he'd be he'd be taking older guys that can't ball because we were doing some positive events in the city and um you know just to just to be out and i mean he was taking big dudes at a younger age this was two or three years ago now he's just it's on a different level so but that's dope man you know uh, my daughter she played for a while she played for uh little huskies uh she yeah. was doing the whole yeah i'm sure you you saw the videos and i'm sure oh, yeah i've seen it in the gym I've seen it in the gym. Yeah, yeah. She was doing the two balls. She was doing Euro step when she was little. But but just like yours, man, sometimes they kind of grow away from it. And I think it's important uh, nowadays that, um, you know, you just – if they don't want it, you know, we can't pressure them on it. Um, right. I mean, there's going to be times where some kids, even the kids that want it, are sometimes like, ah, well, not today. And we know how to handle that as coaches, as fathers, as mothers, you know, that love basketball and want our kids to be involved. So we kind of – let go a little bit, but then we, we regroup. But when you realize that they don't really want it as much, then you just make it into a hobby. So, but that's dope. So let's, let's, um, you mentioned little canaries. I'm sure you, um, you coached at the time, I would assume. And I'm, and then you could correct me if I'm wrong, but were you coaching Nate Ellis at that time as well? Yeah. I mean, and I, a lot yeah, of players, I'm right. sure there was a lot of good players. That oh, you, man. you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of great players came through that that program. And I was just happy to be a part of it. Um, you know, whatever I was able to instill, if that helped them out, it probably did, but they were a bunch of great coaches. I mean, you talked about CJ Ellis, John was there. Um, John Brown? I mean, was, no, uh, uh, it, 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 it's, I don't want to mess up his last name. It's <laughs> square. He played ball. He was good. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, John. Yeah. Yeah. I know him. Um, his daughter plays now. Uh, I think she's at Emmaus, but, um, 
Yeah. So that was, you know, that was our group. But the good thing about that is we had that group, you know, every year. Mm-hmm. Right. So you fast forward to last year where I was at, I'm coaching the same guys I was coaching eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. that's just it's an amazing beautiful thing. thing. Me, man. Beautiful thing. You know, you, you've seen the progress. You're able to still fine tune some of those those skills now. And just continue to watch how these guys flourish. It's yeah, and, it, and the relationships you build. I mean, in basketball, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've spoken to a, in a lot of camps, basketball camps. They've asked me to come out and speak, and I try to I try to tell them, you know, hey, listen, basketball. And I'm sure you've had this conversation a hundred times with young fellas or even young basketball players. Um, it's very much like life, right? So you build those relationships. Um, you keep those relationships. And basketball, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And when you lose, you lose together and you just try to, you know, and when you win, you win together. And those are some great times. But to see those young kids grow like that, man, you know, and I, and I always wanted to like kind of like get into coaching. But, man, my, my hat's off to you, man, because that's 24-7. That's no joke. And to your wife and to your family, because I'm pretty sure that, you know, obviously they put in a lot of time and energy and, and, and stuff like that. So but let's let's um, I, you have an interesting story when it comes to how you ended up being a head coach uh, at, a, at a very, you know, to me in my, in our area, high level, right? So high school. Um, tell us a little bit about that, man. I know you were at Daryl for a while. Um, I know the story, but let's tell our viewers. Okay. Well, basically um, I had a, you know, I was um, <clears throat> through basketball. I had a player that I had six, seven to eighth grade, kind of like a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, honor, uh, honor her actually. Um, little cheese yeah <laughs> but he was going to the school at Dariff and I really wanted to help I wanted to continue to help him out and I told his dad I would um so that started as a volunteer just volunteering some some of my time um which by the end of that season I was like an assistant coach yeah. you know and I was okay with that you know I, you know I told the staff that whatever time I could I can give I was able to do that and willing to do that um and then that next year you know we with all the time and effort we put in the summer, I'm like, you know, let me just go all the way in with this, you know? So I became the assistant coach. Um, and then right before the season, some things happened with, with the head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure, you know, if you don't know, mm-hmm. you can read yeah. up about, you know, it's not up to me to push it out. There. Yeah. It's just life struggles. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. So some things happen and, um, you know, the administration, they asked me, would I, would I be willing to, you know, take the, take the lead. And I'm like, you know, with the rapport I built with this, with this team, you know, it would be like second nature. I already, you know, we, we've been doing the same things. They know my voice and I'm like, yo, let's do it. I, you know, they, these guys deserve to still have somebody here as opposed to bringing an outsider in and starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's that season, you know, we had our struggles, um, but I was so happy for these guys, man. You know, we would have these conversations after losses and you can tell that things were sinking in, you yeah. know, they were taking a loss and it went from, you know, dudes crying after the game to, you know, dudes talking and, and mm-hmm. really building with each other. And we got to a point where we just, we started kicking everybody, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, man. And, and it was, it was an amazing thing, man, because I just seen the difference in the way these guys played. Like a, a, a guy may have came in at the beginning of the season with the selfish mindset and, and start to understand, I need my mm-hmm. team. You know, my team relies on me. Or a guy says, my team, I have a responsibility to get a rebound. I have a responsibility to get back on defense. This was a new skill for these guys. 
that, you know, me and the whole coaching staff, we all did a great job with these guys. And these guys felt like they could be, they could beat anybody, you know? Um, and, you know, throughout the, we, I think we went like, a, we won like five games in a row, yeah, something like that. I remember. Yeah, we went on a little <laughs> streak and they would, you know, they, these guys felt good about themselves. The family came, they felt good. And then, um, you know, the head coach was able to come back and, and um, you know, things kind of went in a different direction. Yeah. But uh, like you said, that's life. That's life, you know. No hard feelings anywhere. Um, you know, the guys are still still touch base with those guys to this day. And um, that's what it is, man. That's what coaching is, is about. You know, it's not just about uh, the season. It's after the season. You know, checking up on these guys. You know, making sure you're still there for them. And they, they always have my number. They hit me up here and there. And like I said, man, that's the best part about coaching. Yeah. I mean, look, like for me, I, I, and, you know, I've been involved in basketball my entire life too. So, um, well, most of my life, I, I played at Trexler. I played against CJ Ellis <laughs> and he played for Rob. He was scoring like 30 some points a game. It was ridiculous. I think I was scoring like 25 points a game, but it was because people didn't want to shoot the ball. They was nervous. But basketball, um, like in coaching, what I noticed in being involved in basketball is the players kind of take on the personality of the coach, right? And, and the reason, obviously, I've seen a lot of basketball games and watched a lot and studied it right and you could see like and i'm not gonna mention the teams but i was watching a girls basketball game um one time and i seen this energetic young coach female coach and she was like just so into the game all the plays defense i mean she was it was the energy that she was bringing and you could see in her players she was doing it in a good way not not a not a crazy way or anything like that but it was a good way like like just her energy and her players reflected her energy and then the other coach laid back old school coach and you could see the players were kind of like reflecting the energy so my, my whole point in all this I saw the shift in uh, when you took over that the players kind of took on your personality in, in a sense you know what I mean and so they bought into what you were trying to you know trying to do over there and, and I commend you for that man that's a hard challenge mid-season trying to you know keep the the ship afloat and you know you did a great job so that so so fast forward now you come back and you you had a great run last year uh, tell us about uh your new well your old new spot because you kind of went back to the program that you was at uh initially so tell us about that man how was that journey Oh, man, it was great, man. So like, like we touched on it earlier, like, you, you know, you, you network with people and, you know, you build a rapport and those are life, you know, lifelong relationships you build with people. So, you know, back in, I don't know, 2013, you know, when I'm, when I'm coaching Little Canaries and I meet a Doug Snyder and mm -hmm. a Randy Atiyah, you know, and a Bill Singh and we, and we, you know, we go out to lunch, we go out to dinner and, you know, you talk about eight years later when it, when the opportunity comes to be an assistant coach, you know, under under uh, Darnell Braswell, who, who's who's a phenomenal yeah. player, phenomenal coach. Yeah. You know, um, somebody I look up to. He's younger than phenomenal me. Guy, like man. young big brother type of type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, um, you know, to have that opportunity to, you know, to for them to reach out to me, you know, um, I was just humble, humble about the experience. And um, I mean, listen. I'm just throw this on real quick. That's awesome, man. Let me throw that on real quick while we talk. But yeah. listen, man, I mean, it was like what the, literally. What is that? Was, show the, show the like, camera. You got to show the camera, though. What chip is that? Real quick, man. That's just, 
that's just the, that's just the six say you know what i mean this yeah. is the championship right yeah there. that's, that's awesome, all man. that is but listen <laughs> man, but now serious, on a serious note man before i get on how awesome these players are you know this staff i mean we really just kind of formed like voltron man like yeah. when everybody everybody brought something unique to the table man we talking about um you know mike kaminsky um daquan holiday connor hughes brent williams myself um, you know, Darnell Braswell, um, Randy, all the trainers, Randy Atia, you know, um, even the aura of Snyder. <laughs> Listen, Snyder, 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 man, he, you know, he, that's the, that's the legend, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We all, I never even played for him. I felt like I, I was a player for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just, just the aura he, he gave to, to players. Man. He was tough. Yeah, yeah, was tough. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, but yeah, just, so just just to go back and touch on last year, I mean, obviously, you know, we played through a pandemic and you know, my hat goes off to these kids, man. You know, I mean, at, at, any, at any point, especially a senior, they could say, man, this is this not a this is not a season. You know, why am I coming to practice where at any point we can be shut down? Yeah. You know, and that, and that has happened on a number of occasions where, you know, we, we, we build some momentum as a team, getting good practices and boom, shut down. You know, whether it was somebody in our in our program or there's somebody in another program, shut down. Yeah, you know? Northampton. Northampton was shut guys, down. Yeah, Northampton but these guys down. showed, right, these guys showed a level of resolve. And, you know, it's like we just clicked at the right time. Um, you know, guys bought into the system, bought into the program. Obviously, we did things a little bit different. But, you know, these guys had an open mind for it. We had a, a lot of good leaders, guys that have been in the program, and it helped me out. You know, being that I coach these guys, I, I built the rapport, you know, so it's just about, you know, uh, basketball X's and O's at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what we were able to establish. Um, Darnell did an excellent job and, you know, the rest, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, that's my alma mater. So, you know, I, I, I love that. <laughs> I mean, I, I love again, I got I got love for Darif. My my son goes to Darif. I got I got love for the Huskies. And of course, you know, my history with them, trying to help them out um, throughout the years with just just showcasing some of the things that they were doing, um, just because I think that. You know, if if both schools are doing good when it comes to not just basketball, but academics and football and baseball and our public schools are doing good, man, then as a city, we're doing good. And and so but, you know, I got love for them and I got love for, of course, my alma mater, man. I'm proud of all the stuff you were doing. That's exciting. All the stuff that Snyder was doing, Braswell, Randy, everybody. Um, that's exciting stuff. But let's let's uh, let's get to the even uh, some more exciting stuff. So. Great year. Congrats on the championship, um, the district title. Um, so let's talk about this program that you have, that you have established the last couple of years, I assume. Um, wonderful program where you're training folks. Uh, it's called PASS Training. Um, what does that mean? So PASS is just an acronym. It stands for play, Players Attaining Skills for Success. All right, something I came up with um, back when I was coaching the Canaries. Um, and it's just something, it was an idea. And I probably had one or two players that I would, you know, take to the side. Um, and after after a couple of years, I said, you know, I really wanted to, you know, build upon this, um, you know, possibly something that could turn into a business where I can leave something for my sons, mm-hmm. you know, show them that, you know, just the entrepreneurial side of side of life. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a great thing to give back. Um, you know, I'm the type of trainer where I cater to the type of player you are you know I'm not I'm not a trainer that says everybody do this you know I want I want to see what you bring to the table how can we fine-tune those skills 
and everything pretty much comes back down to fundamentals. Mm. All right. I, mean, I got a couple videos where guys are doing like some NBA drills, but they're at that level, you know, yeah. but I, I mean, I, I have kids from that are five years old and I have grownups that, that I'm training, you yeah. know, but it's something, like I said, I started, um, I look, that's something I love to do. Um, I got better from, from a trainer. I tell you about the guy, his name was John from the YMCA. I know it works. And like I said, I just try to, uh, to give back that way. Yeah. So, so that, that's like, um, more of like a smaller group setting though, right? That's like a smaller group or even one-on-one training. Well, I mean, like I said, we cater it to whoever you can do a one-on-one. We do have a small group and also we have an opportunity where we can actually, um, train like a whole team. Nice. You know, we talked about earlier about, you know, kind of just changing the culture of a team. Um, I think me and my staff were able to do something like that. So that's that dope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went to one of the trainings. Uh, I think, I, you know, we helped you out with some video work and, um, and so y'all can see it, just go to pass, uh, their, uh, Instagram. And I think you, do you have a, you have a Facebook too, right? Do you have a Facebook? Uh, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not Instagram. Yet. But you got an Instagram. Yeah. So, go ahead. Pass Hoops Instagram and um, PassHoops.com is, is the website. Okay, cool. Yeah, so check them out. I mean, I was I was I was really uh, impressed by obviously the stuff you were doing, how you were coaching them. Um, kids are very like like they they're they're quick to it. It's almost like then you're not playing around. There's no time wasted. Uh, I was impressed, um, and so that's what's up. So check them out on that. Um, so let's talk about. Um, I, I got I got two more questions. Uh, you got an event coming up. We'll hit that. But I want to ask you a question that I ask all of my, um, the folks that are on my episodes. If you could, if you could talk to your 19 year old self about how life is going to be or, or some type of advice, what would it be? Um, is this, is this catered to basketball or just in general? Anything. What was the first thing that comes to mind? Like, you know, um, would you, you know, Whatever comes to mind. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what comes to mind. And it don't have anything to do with basketball. Okay, go for it. Uh, this is what this show is uh, about. Yo. It's, it's, it's financial literacy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the things that the things that I've learned about um, just investing and saving at a young age. I mean, I wish I knew that at mm. the age of 19. You know, um, compound interest, things like that. I mean, you talk about how much money, if, if I put $200 away, a month for 10 years at the age of 19 to 29. And I let that sit until I'm 65. I'm a millionaire. Just that mm. easy. Yeah, for compound yeah. interest. You know, so if I could go back and tell that, I'll tell my sons right now, he's, he's, he's 18. I said, put $200 away a month, brother. And let yeah. that sit and look and, and watch out, watch how financial free you'll be for the rest of your life. Yeah, so that nice would be one me. thing I would change, man. What's that? I said that would be the one thing I would change, you know, yeah. right off, right off the top of the head. I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah, and and again, that's why we have these shows because we're talking about basketball, we're talking about life, we're talking about struggles, we're talking about your story, we're talking about coaching, but this is ex- extremely important. And I had some of my other guests. You could check out some of my other episode, episode two. We talked about it. Episode I think eight. We talked about it. Um, episode four, we talked about it. Like we, we definitely talking about money on, on SC360, man, because I think it's important to have those conversations, right. And to connect with folks, you know, and I'm sure you're relaying that to some of your players or all of your players talking about not just basketball, but also like you teach your son, these, these, these uh, players of yours are an extension 
you know, they're like your, your sons. They're like your kids. You know what I'm saying? You spend a lot of time with them. So yeah, man, I, I agree with that. Uh, we all kind of get to a certain age where it's like, damn, man, I wish I would have done this, done that. But neither here or there, we could pass that along to, um, pass that along to our uh, our kids and and really hope the best for them and try to teach them and kind of correct some of the wrongs that were that or some of the stuff that we didn't we didn't get a chance to to really be um, exposed to so all right so let's talk about this event you got coming up i think it's dope um what's 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 the big event coming up where is it at what's it about and and, and you know let us know so i think last year i came up with the concept i think i was watching i was watching kids uh, this is it's a small competition. Wherever you go on the court, somebody's playing it. It's called they call it two ball, right? Mm-hmm. You have to make a shot uh, from every every spot, like a three point contest. Corner wing, top of the key, opposite wing, opposite corner, right? And you have a partner, and the partner does the same thing, going back the opposite way. Whoever finishes first is the winner. And I'm like, you know, how can I implement that into something really, really positive? And I thought about Father's Day. Now, don't get me wrong, man. I love mothers. You know, they deserve everything they get on Mother's Day. You know, mm-hmm. we, I, I just just did something for my mom and, and my wife, and I hope they enjoyed it because they deserve it, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? And dad, sometimes, you know, we get the, we get the, uh, we get the tool, the toolbox and the um, ties and the socks, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which we love, you know, we, we know everything's from sure. the heart. That's what the kids decide to get us. We love it, right? And I, I just, I was thinking like, what can I think about something outside the box? that dads can do, you know, whether you, whether you used to play and you think you still got it, whether you still play and you know you still got it, whether you never played and you just want to have a bonding opportunity with your kid. I'm yeah. like, man, this would be perfect. You know, we bring, we'll bring, we'll have some music there, a lot of giveaways. I'm going to get into some of that stuff with, with some great sponsors we have. Um, you know, um, executive education, they got the state of our gym. You know, they, they were able to open the doors for this opportunity. Um, and we just got a lot of great feedback from it, man. I think it's going to be a, a great, a great just event where, you know, families could come together. Um, and, you know, if anything, if it builds one family where they have a tighter bond, man, you know, it, it, it did, it did the job. So, you know, outside of that, I know a lot of guys who, who, whether they have custody of their kid and they're always in their life or they're trying to get custody or, you know, just trying to be a part of their lives, man. This is a perfect opportunity where, you know, you both have fun, you're in a family environment, and, you know, that's just what it's about. So, you, so, um, so real quick, so it's on Sunday. I have it right here. So it's on Sunday, uh, June 20th at 11 o'clock. Uh, it's the first annual uh, Father's Day two-ball shootout uh, at Executive Education. So uh, there you have it, folks. Check out, check out uh, Jamil's page. Uh, sponsored by many, many uh, wonderful organizations, folks, and obviously through past basketball. Um, I'm not going to be participating, but I'm going to help you out in a different uh-huh. way. Bro, you just nah, told nah, nah, I, got, I got work to do. I got work. You know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to do. We're going we gonna to make sure that uh, people see all the wonderful stuff y'all doing. So we, we'll, we'll help you out in that way. Um, I haven't played ball in a long time, so, you know, it is what it is. So it says here that um, you have fifth and sixth. 7th and 9th, 10th uh, and 12th. Are these are the grades, right? Or are these or is this Yeah, so Yeah, so so basically I, mean, I you know, I could have went a little bit younger, but we talking about three-pointers, so I want to keep that, you know, when 5th grade that's when you start knocking them down. So Okay. I mean, it's open to anybody want to come. 
And like I said, there's going to be raffles and chances for people to win other type of prizes. But for the actual championship of this event, there's going to be four champions in each category, you know, fifth and sixth shooting with their dad, uh, seventh through ninth shooting with their dad, 10th to 12th shooting with their dad. And then we'll have an adult um, bracket as well. So I think it'll be fun. Um, you know, if, you know, daughters, sons, whoever, they come out and shoot with their dad and um, just have fun with it. <clears throat> awesome. So, so let me ask you this. Um, if a child doesn't have a dad, um, maybe it would be a good idea to have some, some, some dads there that don't have kids. And maybe there's a kid that wants to be sponsored or something like that. They want to, I'm, I'm willing to, to, to sponsor a couple, a couple of young folks. And if you could pair them up with someone who could, you know, possibly be there for them, maybe like a figure or something that, you know, we could talk about that further, but I think it's a great initiative, man. Executive is a wonderful yeah, no, that's, that's a, Now, Louis, that's, a, that's an excellent point. And when, when I, when I, when I posted it on uh, Facebook, that's exactly what I put. You know, I put, you know, dads, stepdads, father figures, um, any, because there's a, there's a lot like that, you know, I mean, you know how many coaches are father figures, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I'm open to that. I have, I have a couple stragglers that, that'll be there. That's, that's some good shooters that, yeah. you know, if somebody come and they're interested in, I mean, it's, it's, it's for, it's for family building, but this is a community event as well. So, yeah, you know, we're definitely, you know, taking heat to all of that. Awesome. Passhoops.com. P-A-S-S-O-H-O-O-P-S. Dot com if you want to register there's also a phone number they got a flyer on the instagram um so yeah man uh any shout outs to, to anyone uh before we end the show man anything uh you want to just put out yeah a couple shout outs let me just throw i know i just want to throw the sponsors out real oh yeah quick. absolutely that's what um, i mean yeah yeah definitely the pizza joint all right um milano furniture Home Snipe Real Estate, Auto Max LLC, GQ Barbershop, uh, Al Mirco Electronics, Luxurious, um, Hair Studios, Dollar Plus down in the ward, um, my main man, Rashid Santiago, and of course, uh, Social, Social Connected 360, who uh, who's responsible for this flyer and a lot of other things behind the scenes. I appreciate you, my brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't forget about Santana Auto Service, too. I know they they involved, too, right? Santana, Santana Auto, Auto Service. Service. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So, again, uh, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Um, I still think that my jump shot is, you know, when, I, when I'm on, we gonna we can have a shootout if you want to. You know what we can do? You know what we can do, man. How about you come early? How about you come early? About 10 o'clock. You know what I mean? Warm that thing up and we can we can uh we we can go at it for a little while. Don't get it twisted. We can go Facebook Live and and uh you know I got a couple of followers <laughs> on there. Put, yo, you put it, you just you just put it out there in the atmosphere. So we got we gotta make it happen now. Yeah, that's dope. All right, folks. Jamil Newsom, coach Newsom, assistant coach. Uh, William Island High School basketball, uh head var- head assistant basketball, uh, um sorry, head assistant varsity basketball coach for the boys team and among many other wonderful things that you do in the community. Thank you so much, man. Um, it's an honor to have you on my show. You know, you're a good friend of mine. We've got, we've gone out there on the basketball court, even though I can't keep up with you. However, I try my best. And, and again, I love everything you're doing in the community, man. You got your family, man, uh, your government job, all the stuff you're doing, your coaching, man. Appreciate you very much for being on the show, man. 
right, man. Can I give one more shout out? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. I just got to shout out the missus, man. You know, yeah, I, I know I, I know I'm out a lot, you know what I'm saying? Through past, through through work, through coaching. And uh, you know, she's always behind me, man. So shout out to the Mr. Harry Newsom. Love you. There you have it, folks. A good man never forgets his lady, um, his wonderful woman. Uh, behind every um strong man is an extremely stronger woman. And, and I've, I've met her. She's a wonderful person. Your family is a wonderful family. Again, thank you so much for being on the show. Do you have it, folks? Episode 12, In the House, SC360, Coach Newsome. Thank you so much, man. God bless you. We'll see you June 20th at 11 a.m. Don't forget, Father's Day shootout. Like I always say, stay connected. Stay safe. <laughs>